WWDC Keynote Wrap-Up, Part 3. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com newsletter and stay up to date. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the Talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is part three in a multi-part conversation with the Mac Voices Live panel about Apple's WWDC keynote. In the first two, we picked some of the topics that uh, at least some of our panel members thought were very interesting and impacted what they do. And they included things like focus, uh, shortcuts on the Mac, the, the future of automation on both the Mac and iOS platforms, and a number of other things. This time, we dig into things like synchronized watching, live text, and a conversation boost for the AirPods. So let's go back and let the panel do the talking. I'm going to move us on, guys, because, again, mm-hmm. I want to focus on on the on what was announced, not what we don't Sorry. have. Okay? So, um, Patrice, um, since, since you're new here, I want to make sure you get uh, to, to bring <laughs> something up. So... Um... I would say the one of the most underestimated stories that I've seen that Apple announced is uh, it's called SharePlay. SharePlay itself looks yeah, it's a nice feature. It's kind of what Netflix and Plex have been doing. What's really interesting about it and what was in the State of the Union is there's a whole API behind it, and the API is for real-time collaboration between apps. So they showed it with like a whiteboard app, but I can imagine in the classroom in enterprise, in like <laughs> podcasting, I can imagine so many places where this would be super helpful. Having basically a video session running uh, or like you don't even need video. You can like literally do it with like a live connection of some sort and collaborating on the same document. And I think that is something, as I said, Apple showed like a little bit like the consumer side and yeah, you can sh- like video sharing, you can watch stuff together. Fun things, good for the consumer. But I think on the back end, that will be really interesting for developers. And nobody has talked about it yet. Hmm. I disagree, only because we haven't talked about it here, but Charlotte and I did an entire episode of Media Plus that the focus of it was let's look at SharePlay mm-hmm. um, and what that's doing. And the other piece of that is um, uh, doing it over FaceTime and that you can now schedule that mm-hmm. uh, using a FaceTime link. And anyone with a web browser can join you. And yeah. so if you have an Android phone, fine. If you have a Windows machine and like your laptop is the only way that you can get to talk to everybody, use that. It's fine. All of those things work. And that was the part of the FaceTime piece that I thought was really interesting. Was, Absolutely agree. Was all of that. Now, should we have mm-hmm. had that maybe in iOS 14? And maybe <laughs> Apple should have come, come for yes. Zoom a little sooner than they did? I, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, but I I think I think so. <laughs> but I think I think there I think that piece is one of the things that's going to end up being really interesting, even though mm-hmm. they didn't spend a ton of time on it. Um, depending on what what developers get out of that, finding out that there's an API that anybody can go and do that sort of collaboration, I think that's going to be uh, the, a really interesting thing that comes out of this year. So I'm I'm, cur- I'm curious about this, and I don't know enough about this because I haven't participated in this activity. Um, is that something? That, is there anything required of the platform that the um, 
I guess the the program or whatever is streaming on, or is it something that you you do independently? Yes, Another, programs need to change. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's an API, and programs have to build that in. But a bunch okay. of people already have. It, it sounds yeah. like it's, it's for something like a video playback. It sounds like it's pretty simple. For something like a whiteboard app, it's probably more complicated. But it you know it seems like Apple has done a lot of the really hard part of it. So I you know I I I, I kind of think you know that's one of the more exciting things. I agree that it was one of the most exciting things announced because it's going to really enable some new classes of, you know, a lot of apps being able to do collaboration that mm-hmm. that never could mm-hmm. before. Yeah, um, because those features are hard. Like this is something synchronizing right, that between devices is hard. They're, they're very hard, but Apple has extracted out the hard mm-hmm. part. And so, you know, now developers can just add their, you know, their component to it, but they don't have to do the really, really hard part and they don't have to do a server mm-hmm. component. Apple's taking care of that. I, you know, this this is going to be, you know, in a couple of years, we're going to look back and there's going to be, I think, an explosion of of neat stuff coming out of this. It's kind of too bad. This is what, you know, we really needed this at the start of the pandemic. It's, it's kind of ironic. They've made this great co- <laughs> You know, an enabler for collab, you know, virtual collaboration when we're about to start getting together again in person. But mm-hmm. you know, still, you know, there's going to be, you know, the, the genie's out of the bottle. There's there's going to be a lot of on- online collaboration going forward for the rest of our lives, and and this is going to enable a lot of cool stuff. I'm I'm very excited about it. And did you notice that you can hook it up to Apple TV and and so you can watch the movie on your Apple TV or do whatever the mm-hmm. collaboration is mm-hmm. but you know and then have the other devices um really cool this is the and you know who was expecting this I was totally out of yeah. out of left field I don't one thing that I haven't seen people talking about which ties in directly to the whole SharePlay thing but also goes into iCloud plus and uh, and some other things are doing. Apple is creating all of this stuff, and it's it's essentially for free. So you can use all of these features through FaceTime, assuming the other apps that you're using have the right APIs, and you don't pay extra for this. So this this is sort of like what once this gets all fleshed out, th- this would be kind of like having Zoom without having to pay to be able to, to have more than a, a 40 minute or, or however long it is thing. And you can have more people in bef- and you're not paying extra for it. And then look at what they're doing with iCloud plus where uh, you're getting extra features added in at no additional cost, including essentially a, uh, uh, a VPN. Yeah. <laughs> Who had that on their bingo card? Right. He's in free space. Yeah. Guys, I want to, Jay has to go and I want to make sure that we say thank you. Thank you for coming, Jay. Uh, Let folks know where they can find you. YouTube.com slash KJY Miller. We're uh, doing more stuff. No videos about WWDC, unfortunately, though. But uh, (laughs) got some new automation stuff. Uh, Hopefully when the public betas go live, we can jump on that train as well. So the first video today. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Jay, for being here. I really appreciate it. Take care. Thanks, Jay. Have a good evening, Jay. Bye.
Um, since we have a sort of a natural break here, I also want to catch up in the chat room a little bit. Um, Frank, to some of your earlier comments, Tommy uh, said he found hand biking on his watch, and he's got an old Series 3. Um, Web points out. If you're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that doesn't do you any good if you're a paraplegic and you can't do anything from the waist down. Okay. All right. Um, Webb in the chat room says, quiet night in the chat room. Yes, it has been up till this moment. Um, <laughs> Hi, Webb. Yeah, I, fa- I find WWDC interesting about the, what the future will be in Apple operating systems, but I don't get too excited until it's available. Brian agrees with that, says, I've been busy with some work and enjoying the show in the background. And yeah, I'm I'm with both of you guys. You know, I... I I find this stuff really interesting and it's it's fun to talk about now. Really, when we when we get into the meat of it is once we get our hands on it, and that'll be later this year. Um plus Chuck's also just listening to us in the background. Well, yeah, that's true too. Um, He's like more like audio wallpaper, like music. (laughs) Music says down voice. Bill says, I'm a big automation guy and I'm pretty pleased to see shortcuts into the Mac OS. Um, and let's see, Web wraps up by says, for what it's worth, I did have the keynote on my office while I was at work. I like being part of the Apple Mac iOS community. Web, we like having you here as part of the Mac Voices community. Thank you for being here. And we're still waiting for your check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the mail. Yeah. <laughs> David. He airdropped it to you, Frank. I don't know what went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, David, pick, have you pick, seen uh, the air lately? Jeez, pick pick something that uh, caught your attention. Uh, two things: uh, the uh, the live text. I'm just I was floored when that came out. Floored. I, I I mean I've been using an app that I had recommended a while ago, the the live scan, which you know to me it's going to probably end up making that app Sherlock, and I'm sure it wouldn't be surprising. Uh, but I love the fact that Apple actually have finally integrated it into the camera. You can go up to a whiteboard, take a picture of it. It's amazing you can go to a photo. If you've taken a photo already and there's text in that photo, it is, the live text is going to find that uh, text. I can't wait to, to get my hands on it and try it. Um, and uh, I, I'm just really super, super thrilled that, 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 that they incorporate this because it's right in part of the camera. Because that's always the thing we always have to do before. We're always fumbling around wanting to do something like that. And the translate part of the, of the live t- text that is now finally built into that. I mean, you, you had to go to the translate app to do it. So mm-hmm. that, that feature itself stood up for me big time and uh spotlight the enhancements in spotlight the visual lookup is just so elegant i think it just was amazing having all those very easy uh, and clean visual lookups uh being able to find things very easily and uh and and then the fact that you also are going to be able to search photos and find the photo a lot easier through spotlight i think that that was a that was a big thing that uh i that stood out to me as far as uh, as far as the search goes i i think uh, i'm interesting to, to try that and to see if what it's going to actually be able to find um and how accurate it, works. it really is and as i say how accurate it really is so yeah um, and i've already got beta on two secondary devices i think i'm going to start putting some photos because i don't normally sync it with my icloud uh and uh, want to put photos on there and really really re- you know, put it through the paces. obviously the first betas aren't going to really have much but uh um and i'll, and I'll kind of just kind of pick you yeah what's that what's that patrice i just I just tried it because you reminded me of it. It works really well. It does? Yeah, it works okay. great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen to all the beta testers. All the beta testers. I have it on my, uh, this This is a, an iPhone XR that's, that I use as a camera. That That is iOS 15 on it, so I'll, I'll be jumping on it. And I'll just kind of sneak in a, one more thing. I, I know 
I know uh, Frank was rolled down a little bit on how what what Apple did with the iPad with iPad um, iPad OS 15, but I was happy to finally see. I mean, I know it was a long time coming that they put the widgets now on the home screen and in the app libraries that is is not there as well um, because uh, it was just it was just a head shaker. Why didn't they add that before? So I know that's not an exciting thing that they did. They should have done more with the iPad uh, iPad OS, but at least. We're, we're getting there uh, with, with some of those enhancements, especially the widgets. I mean, the widgets are very, very, are, are really nice looking and, um, and, and being able to have a lot much larger widgets than you can on an yes. iPhone, I, I think yes. is, is, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I already have it on this, on this, uh, the, the, the uh, iPad pro here and, you know, it, it, it just, yeah, I mean, it, it just filling up half the screen here I and mean, not half of it, but a good, good portion of like the news plus now is going to have much more uh, information in a widget. So, uh, but I, I gave you three things, but uh, I think of some good information. What about the Apple library down at the bottom on the dock? Yeah. Apple library too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But being able yeah. to, uh, that that's down in the dock here and then you're just, just tapping it and brings the library up right away. Cause you can't do that on iPhone. Right. Exactly. I think that's a, another uh, a cool thing because, you know, with, can with you iPhone, take it off your dock? I don't know. I, no. I haven't tried. Oh, wait. Yes. I, think- I think I saw a thing tonight that you can on. Um, oh, what the hell's name? It's one of the YouTube guys I follow with iPad. Okay. In Florida. Just, sorry. Curious. Yeah. I'll have to try it. I mean, right now it's, yeah, it's just. I only risked my phone. I think. I think we yeah. got a small thing that is going to end up getting a lot more attention over time. Fingers crossed. Um, and that's drag and drop coming to the iPad because they sort of lobbed the mention out there and then moved on to the next thing because they were like, oh, yeah, also drag and drop. Okay, bye. And, you know, sort of blew it off. And that's the part like I wanted them to come back and spend a little bit more time on because that's the kind of thing and that and the app shelf were like the two things I feel like those things could have been expanded and I could have got a little less universal control because you already proved to me it was witchcraft like I you didn't need to hard sell that like it's magical I know it um but it feels like those are the things that I wanted to know more about because even though that's not necessarily a massive change to iPad OS it's a massive change with how we can interact with iPad OS and it brings it a step closer to being a thing that you can use in place of a computing device, depending on what you're trying to do, because that's one of the big complaints people have, I think, is that there's really not a finder per se on on your iPad. You know, the app that lets you sort of conduit things between two different applications. I want to open this text file in that text editor because everybody has a half a dozen text editors on their computer right i mean right yeah (laughs) so like that sort of thing is is, i think that's going to end up being a much bigger deal than the keynote suggested based on the amount of time they spent on it well you can you can sort of do some of that through folders or sorry through files but it's not really elegant it's not very elegant it's not not it's it's Mm-mm. clunky is all heck so chuck doesn't have to edit anymore and <laughs> that's the part like and that's the reason that i noticed it is because they were like look at this and how nice and smooth it is and now we're going to talk about something else and i'm like no no come back talk to me about this because that's the kind of thing i want to be able to do on my ipad regularly um and 
it will surprise no one that the thing I loved the most in the entire keynote was seeing that they took a brand new iPad Pro and they put Ferrite on it and had the notes from the other piece right the other side of the screen. Mm -hmm. And I promptly freaked out because that's literally the reason that I bought a new iPad Pro was because I use Ferrite on it and I do tons of editing work on it and I really needed something that could keep up. And so being able to then also have my notes there at the same time is going to be a game changer for me as a person who who spends a lot of time in ferrite is is ferrite multi-track aware yes i do okay. everything i do in there is multi-track it's mm -hmm. e I, I edit podcasts and it's each person's individual audio and then i have a fourth track that is where i put uh the sound like we have the intro theme and the outro theme yeah. that sort of stuff mm -hmm. that i put together yeah. so yeah, anything you listen to, anytime you listen to an episode of I Want My MCU TV, what you're hearing is uh, all of the time that I spent in Ferrite. <laughs> Guy, again, yes. you, you've been you've been throwing just little bits and pieces in, but uh, now's your big chance. What 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 things caught your eye? Uh -oh. uh, one of the things that caught my eye is something we haven't even touched on tonight, and that was uh, AirPods conversation boost that mm -hmm. it was that it, it, it will allow people who uh have hearing issues to be able to focus on the person that's right in front of them at the same time get rid of some ambient noise in the background and uh i think it's still kind of unfortunate that the shape of the airpods doesn't really hold it in a lot of people's ears that well so they have to go to like third party devices to keep it in their ear all the time. Um, and I keep hoping that somebody will come up with a, a decent solution that isn't just, you know, a small piece of plastic from China, but we'll see what the future brings on that. The other thing that I, I, I really liked seeing was in iPad OS and uh, Kelly touched on it a little bit was that they're becoming more aware that the, the iPad is a device that people want to use multiple apps at the same time. So they've got a, a, almost like a separate dock on top where you can, you know, have like the app shelf where you can have different things up there that, you know, you're going to come back to very, very quickly. Um, it's still not really where I, I think it needs to be. And I, I'm still wondering when they're going to come up with uh, multi-user logins for the, for yeah. iPad OS, uh, mm -hmm. it's these are the things that I think are holding the iPad back quite a bit as far as it being someone's only computer, as compared to a separate device that you know it's like, well, I'm going to do all my hard stuff on my Mac, and then oh, if I'm on an airplane somewhere, I'll do some stuff over here on the iPad. Um, the the iPad, especially now that it's it has the M1 as well, is fully is capable as far as hardware goes than, than anything that you're going to see on the Mac side. So it's time that Apple kind of acknowledges that and, and comes up with some better solutions in iPad OS so that people that want to use it as their only computer can. Yeah. Especially since they've had multi-user login for the iPad for, I want to say two or three years, but only for education. Yeah. So just make it available that's to everybody. The thing. I know it's possible. That's part of why I get frustrated by that is because I, A, I know it's possible. B, mm -hmm. they've already done it on tvOS. And that was another thing that they rolled out on Monday was you can have multiple user profiles in iPad, in tvOS. 
you can do it on, on the iPad in certain circumstances. And like, it's not like the horsepower is not there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Don't like, get me wrong. It's overdue, but the implication the, the implementation they use in education would not work at home because no, they wipe it and reinstall it. it and then but you mm-hmm. could, they could still crap. do it though. Oh yeah, they, they, they could, do they could it. easily they do it. And yeah. the, the fact the fact that they've got it available for for TVOS, which I think maybe one in ten thousand people will probably use, is it's ludicrous that that they're not going to expand this or something like that for uh, for the iPad. And the only thing I can think of is, you know, they they want people, to, and of course, you know, I mean, Apple's in in business to make money, and as long as these are two very separate very different devices, uh, a lot of people will continue to buy both of them when, you know, that's not in everyone's budget to do so. So for the the people that just want a, a small touch capable computer, and that's the only computer that they want, well, then make the iPad OS more capable of being that computer mm-hmm. and and take off the training wheels. Oh, please let's not do that again. We did that I'm, a couple of weeks in a row, and you know that's that's a that's I know. a matter I, of, I'm of not, taste. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it I'm, is. The thing that makes me hopeful that this is something that is possible is a they brought it to TVOS, which is primarily an end user device, a consumer device, not not a not a a corporate deployed device, so or an education mm. device. Like the implementation, like Brittany said, the implementation of multiple users on iPadOS and education, not great. Uh, it's not great if you're doing it in enterprise either. Like the, it's not fun. It's not easy. And it's kind of clunky to be honest. So the fact that they've been able to do it on TVOS where you have even less interactive interactivity options with your operating system than you do if it's an iPad, like you can't touch your TV screen and make that stuff happen. Ooh. Like that's not how it works. Am I breaking I... news to you, Chuck? No, but I, I touch I, your TV I... screen. It's yeah, not no, a touch that's, OS. No, that's not that's but but Kelly the I mean I can I personally and and I'm I'm probably not the a good one here but I can see a lot more opportunities for switching uh users on TVOS as opposed to on, on an iPad. I mean because every member of the family wants to use the TV. Right. But sometimes more than one person wants to use an iPad. Your old iPad goes to the kids and both the kids use it depending, you know, who got their homework mm-hmm. done or whatever. Like the the previous iteration device is always some, like or there's the one that sits over here, you know, whatever. Like there are a lot of ways that it's very reasonable to presume that more than one person is going to use an iPad. Uh, so I can, I can see that says it's it came, a single user device. It came to yeah. TVOS first. So I know that the implementation on iOS, because they all share the same code base that it's at their cores is a possibility. That's the only reason it gives me hope. But also the thing that gives me hope about doing more with iPad OS is that remember, you know, think back to a couple of months ago when Apple was super duper excited to tell us over and over again, because they said it more than one time in the presentation, that the iPad now has a desktop class processor in it. And if you've that got that in it ago. already, <laughs> then do something with that headroom because even like nobody's out there redlining the processor on their iPad. That's not a thing that's happening. No. So even they before with they the got A12, but even before then. Even when it wasn't an M1, the A series, yeah. like nobody's out there going, like, I just need more raw horsepower out of this manager. <laughs> that's not what's to, happening. No. To, to be Maybe fair, it's a- the, the, the very first iPad probably had more processor power than like previous Macs that had multi-user support. Oh, I know. 
Absolutely. So uh, maybe it's a business decision. Apple wants you to buy a device for each person. Full I, stop. I'm sure that's do. exactly what's going on. But, yeah. but see, and I'm, I'm going to argue this because I've argued this for years about Nintendo because Nintendo said that they didn't want to put games on iOS because they wanted everybody to buy a, a, a Game Boy or a, a whatever they called them. Switch. Um, a, no, the one in between. There's one in the middle and I can't remember what it is. We. The 3D. The Wii U. A device. BBQ. Yeah. They wanted you to buy their own thing. And so I'm going to carry around my phone and this giant clunky Nintendo thing just so I can play Mario Kart. That's not happening. So instead of getting any of my money, because if they had let me play them $20 for Donkey Kong, I would have done it with a smile on my face and a song in my heart. And they never let me do it. And so instead of getting $20 from me, minus Apple's cut, they got $0 from me. And I just like, that's the same thing. Like you could get some money from people you know, who feel okay buying and like, I can afford a new iPad because I know this one can be shared between like the four kids. I can't give this iPad to one kid. I'm hanging on to this one till I can, you know, like it shouldn't be that big a deal. And I understand Apple is, is a capitalist and I'm aware what capitalism is and means like, I'm not, I'm not a fool. And you know, I was born at night. It wasn't last night kids. So that's the thing I'm, I, I hope is coming is that we will that there's there's glimmers of hope that the possibility of that is going to happen because we did get that in tvos and i think that's cool i'm glad it's there because it's a thing that's going to be great especially because like at my house the two people who use the apple tv on a regular basis have very different tastes in a lot of television shows so it'll be nice to just be like here when you use it like you get all the stuff you want to watch and then when i use it i get all the stuff i want to watch and it'll be fine so so brian I'm really and glad Jeff- that happened Brian in the chat room says Nintendo DS, then the Nintendo 3DS. DS was so. the thing I was thinking, because then there was the 3DS and the DS, 3DS XL and the 3DS 3D and 3DS yeah. bar- BBQ. For those of you yeah. for those of you who enjoy wasting your time playing games. Hey. <laughs> so my switch can hear there's you, lot, Chuck. There's lots of BS with the DS. That's valid. <laughs> That's part three of our conversation with the Mac Voices live panel about Apple's WWDC keynote. As you can tell, we've only covered a small percentage of all the announcements that Apple made, but we still have a few more key announcements to go. Next time, we'll talk about some of the AirTag security issues, security issues overall, and a whole lot more. That's next time on Mac Voices, and I hope you will join us as we wrap up the keynote discussion. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode you will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.